Blog Talk Radio. There's something outside. What is that? to this episode of Monster X Radio. This is your host, Gunnar Monson, and I'm here today with a couple friends of mine, Vince Insunza and Tyler Bounds. We've got an interesting show for you. Uh, a lot of you know the people involved in uh, Bigfoot research and Bigfoot enthusiasts know and have heard of Ray Wallace, the, the famous Bigfoot hoaxer who just stomped around Oregon and Washington and Northern California with a bunch of some with a pair of wooden feet. And a while ago, Ray passed away. You know, even the newspapers pronounced that Bigfoot's dead because the quote unquote original Bigfoot hoaxer had uh, passed away. But there's more to the story. And Vince and Tyler are um, the host of Pacific North Weird. And Came across some information. There's another gentleman, and you may have heard it. This is was in the the news a while back. In basically uh, the 80s, a, a gentleman named Rant Mullins of Toledo, Washington, uh, shared his uh, side of the story, and we're going to talk about that. Vince has come across some interesting audio tapes uh, that have Mr. Mullins talking about his side of the the. Bigfoot hoaxing story and these wooden feet, and it, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, as I said, Vince Nzunza and uh, Tyler Bounds are with me today. Gentlemen, how are you? Doing good. How are you, Gunner? You know, I'm doing good, Tyler. Excellent. I'm doing good as well. <laughs> good. So, Vince, you're the kind of the mastermind be, behind Pacific North Weird. Can you tell me, bring our listeners up to speed. I, I'm I'm a fan. Um, I watch every episode. But let's, for the Monster X listeners, can you tell us what is Pacific North Weird and how did this come to be? Okay, well, uh, Pacific North Weird is a, uh, a YouTube video web series that I, I created along with my friend Alexandra Sullivan back in 2014. And we were inspired by uh, visiting the McMinnville UFO Festival and had such a great time there. But, like, one thing that really stood out to us was, you know, if you've ever been to the UFO Fest, it's amazing. Um, half of it is very academic. They, they get these amazing speakers in ufology like Stanton Friedman and James Clarkson. George Norrie was there even. And, you know, they, they, they present, you know, legit UFO evidence, theorize on the possibilities of extraterrestrial life. But at the same time, on the other side of town, it's complete novelty and an alcohol-fueled fun, UFO fun. And we came from this uh, festival um, really enamored at how those two things could coincide with each other, the, the, the novel and the academic. And, you know, both of us being uh, Pacific Northwest natives, we, we uh, thought like we need to do a show and do it like that, where we maybe talk about the weird things within the Northwest, be it UFOs or, or Bigfoot or haunted places and talk about them seriously, but also add a whole lot of fun and weirdness and goofiness to it. So that's how that came about. And the show takes on a lot of different forms. It could be like a half an hour documentary uh, we do music videos, we do parody videos, 
uh, investigative things. Sometimes they're just little five-minute human interest pieces about uh, some guy who owns a haunted bar in Coquim. But it's always uh, always in the name of uh, edutainment, I guess. <laughs> well, and they are. They're, you guys put together uh, – it is entertaining, but it, there's always – good information in there too. And if you mm-hmm. haven't had a chance to, to check out Pacific Northward, I highly recommend it. Two thumbs up from uh, Monster X host Gunnar Monson. But uh, uh, Tyler, can you tell the Monster X listeners a little bit about your background and your connection to Pacific Northward and to Bigfoot? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, I am also a you know lifelong Pacific Northwest native and uh, have had an interest in Bigfoot and, uh, you know, since I was a little kid um, and associated with that, you know, when I would go to the library and look up Bigfoot stuff, then there's, you know, Bigfoot is grouped together with ghosts and lake monsters and UFOs and pyramids and weird whatever um and so you know i just kind of got interested in everything you know weird cryptozoological you know paranormal um you know a lot of it i can take or leave but uh i've always had you know lifelong lifelong infatuation with bigfoot which uh kind of culminated in me becoming a, I, you know, went on some expeditions with the BFRO. I became a BFRO investigator, got to know a lot of, uh, you know, the heavy hitter Bigfoot nerds and friends with them. And then uh, I ended up working on a little television program called Finding Bigfoot for like Never four years, <laughs> uh, four years, five years, something like that. Um, and, you know, when that, you know, I was a camera operator for planning Bigfoot and uh, just kind of a general outdoors and to do whatever I needed to do to make good or even mediocre television. And, uh, <laughs> And then when all that came to an end, I uh, I was perusing online. Somehow came across one of uh, one of Vince's videos, a, a video about the Mima Mounds outside of Olympia, Washington, where I lived. And then I saw that these two weirdos in this video were from Olympia as well. So I sent out an email and said, "Hey." I uh, I share your interest in some of this weird stuff. I am also local. I know how to hold a camera. I maybe I could help you out with something. Just volunteer, you know, whatever, whatever. And uh, didn't really know how any of that was going to pan out. Um, but we were all kind of on the same boat. And next thing I know, I'm putting on big costumes and running around the woods and holding cameras and dressing up in costumes and writing music lyrics. And Vince and I are brainstorming weird ideas and let's make an episode about this or that or, and so it's just kind of become, you know, my uh, weird, dark, sardonic, quirky sense of humor mixed with some, you know, the, the skills and the knowledge that I have <clears throat> and it I just I kinda fit right in. So and the rest is and the rest is history. And now uh yeah, Vince and I team up quite often to make uh yeah, a lot of video content for Pacific North Weird and you know, we travel around Pacific Northwest and film wacky stuff. UFOs and D.B. Cooper stuff and Bigfoot stuff and and burlesque troops and and uh, and it's and it's been it has been a wild ride and awesome. Vince and I have become super good friends. 
and I have also introduced Vince to a lot of my friends and colleagues and connections in the Bigfoot world, and uh, so it's kind of, uh, I think it's been really helpful for Vince to me, you know, for, I can, he's like, hey, do you know any Bigfoot guy that, whatever, I'm like, oh yeah, you know, we, uh, let's go talk to Cliff, I know Cliff, or Bobo, or Randalls, or Gunner, or Shane, or, you know, so it's, it's all, uh, I've kind of kicked down the door for Vince, and, and, uh, you know, and he is reciprocated by sticking me in a Kool-Aid man costume. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm wondering how that evened out, but that's, I mean, um, it's <laughs> t- Tyler and I have, have similar paths into our passion for Bigfoot. Uh, um, so I, I'll ask you both, have you, either one of you had a Bigfoot sighting? Vince, you go first. Um, you know, I, the whole, the thing that set me on the whole path, was I had a Bigfoot sighting with my grandfather and, uh, you know, when I was four or five years old. And he cast some footprints, and he had several footprints. This was all in southern Oregon. Um, But then I was told uh, probably seven or eight years ago now, I was talking with my aunt and said something about, yeah, you know, when I saw those Bigfoots with Grandpa, and she just kind of gave me this, Oh, honey. Oh, honey. No. And uh, and so it turns out most likely, and this is my grandfather's passed away, so I don't have any corroboration or anything. But uh, most I, apparently he would prank some of his Boy Scout troops with somebody in a Bigfoot costume, and so there's a definite possibility that I got punked. But, uh, you got but squatch. at the same time, I, you know, I have found other footprints. I have made recordings of uh, vocalizations. Um, I've found footprints in the course of working on the TV show. I've had rocks thrown at me. I've had tree knocks. I've had weird yells in the middle of the woods. Um, I did see something. Uh, in central Washington by a place called Bumping Lake in 2009 and saw it through night vision and it blew my mind. Um, and that was really a, a uh, that, that was, I, I felt vindicated by when that happened. It just, it, I couldn't think straight for days and it was fleeting. It was only for a few seconds, and it wasn't, you know, it wasn't uh, too far away. But uh, it was big, and it was there. And there was someone else with me, uh, a woman named Beth, that uh, saw it as well. So it wasn't just my imagination. It was uh, corroborated by someone else. And that's always that good is, to have, just for our own mind's sake. I mean, it's like. Yeah, no, there, exactly. at least I'm not crazy. There is somebody else that, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And uh, well, I mean, you know, Beth and I are both crazy, anyways. But uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's kind of my my history. Um, and you know, but I've uh, I've traveled all over the country, talked to hundreds of witnesses, um, and you know, I am definitely I you know I hesitate to say believer because that I think it implies some sort of faith. I feel like I'm more of a knower than a believer. So. Yeah. And I, I mean, yeah. it's funny cause there's, you get in big footing and there's Bigfoot semantics and like, Oh, you're a knower. You're and And I don't like, well, you, you know, Bigfoot exists or Bigfoot doesn't exist. You've had your experiences and that, I mean, that confirms or, or doesn't confirm their existence. We don't, right. you know, yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not a believer of my dog. I know my dog exists. I mean, that's, I've seen him numerous times. Right. And, yeah. I mean, it's funny all this semantics, but you're, you know, you have, you, it sounds like you've had something that, that uh, moved the needle for you. Oh, absolutely. And, uh, you know, in the course of working on the TV show and talking to witnesses and having people 
burst into tears, you know, talking about their experience or having uh, another witness that saw the same thing in the same area at the same time. And these people don't know each other and, mm-hmm. you know, and it's very cathartic for them. And then, you know, and they feel the same thing that, okay, I'm not crazy. You saw the same thing. You heard the same thing. You had the same experience. We live two miles apart. We don't even know each other, you know, and the next thing you know, they're hugging and crying and, and, you know, it's a, that is very, there, there's no hard evidence there, but witnessing that is extremely compelling to me. And, you know, and talking to witnesses that often say, you know, if I could go back in time, I would choose to not see this. I would, you know, this has messed up my life. It's messed up, you know, they lose sleep, they lose friends, they get laughed out at work, and, you know, it's, but it's not their fault, you know, that something ran across the road right in front of their car and, you know, um, but, you know, talking to people that, that have, had never given it a second thought and then something totally turns them around 180 and changes their life. And, you know, sometimes they turn into a, uh, you know, that converts them into a Bigfoot, you know, uh, enthusiast or researcher. Yeah, right. researcher, they start going in the woods, or they're just like, I saw this, and now I'm never going into the woods again. You know, it ruins it, ruins it for them, um, knowing that, you know, now that I know that this thing is out there, I'm, no, I'm staying in my house for the rest of my life. <laughs> right. So. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting the different um, responses that people have. I mean, you go, like you said, from one far end of, um, I'm, that la la la, I did not see Bigfoot. To you know, I'm, I got to have answers, and that's I've had the same experiences in in talking with witnesses and and uh, so moving on to our subject for today, which is um, some interesting audio tapes that have come into the possession of Pacific North Weird, and um, let's let's get into that. Vince, what what have you got? How did you come up upon these? Uh, and we're talking tapes. So for you young folks listening, there used to be this <laughs> thing called a audio tape, and it had cassette like, like cassette tape, right? You had to put in a little machine, and it would turn wheels and run this anyway. But these are all. I mean, so this is these are time. I mean, there's a time element that puts it in context of of when these were made. And who made them? And let, let's talk. Ready, set, Vince, go. Okay. Well, um, in <laughs> October of uh, last year, um, I was contacted by my good friend Jason Matson, um, who is the director of the Lewis County Historic Museum. And uh, if, you, if you're ever in Chehalis, check this museum out. It's one of the one of the most ambiance cool old buildings I've ever been in. It's a former train station and it's just, it feels haunted. It feels like there's, there's a a living personality. Chehalis is in Washington. And as Jason often does, whenever he receives something in the museum that is either Bigfoot or UFO related, he contacts me. So in October, he contacted me um, saying that this, uh, elderly woman had come in uh, and donated three cassettes. And these cassettes were uh, homemade interviews uh, from late 1982 and early 1983 with a Toledo resident named Rant Mullins. And I instantly knew what they were about because, you know, call it, uh, it, uh, you know, um, some some magical happenstance, but I had just uh, recently been researching Ray Wallace. I was kind of interested in the, uh, the the mythos of the Bigfoot hoaxer, and, and I, I found it really cool that like this this notorious Bigfoot hoaxer came from Lewis County, you know, right where I grew up. And and through Ray Wallace, of course, I learned about Rand Mullins. So I, I was really excited about this. And uh, Jason uh, said that you know I could have my way with them. I, I could take the tapes and just kind of 
do do whatever do whatever I wanted. So uh, I was like, well, he has to be talking about Bigfoot somewhere in here because you know Rand Mullins. When you Google his name, you you get that story about how he claimed to have been the very first Bigfoot hoaxer, like like twenty some years before Ray Wallace even claimed to have started. So uh, I took the three cassettes and I. I had to buy one of those really old machines that plays cassettes. <laughs> Cost On eBay. $30. No, I actually got it from Silver Eagle Audio at Yardbirds Mall. For there you go. This, this episode of Monster X Radio brought to you by... <laughs> Please come to Yardbirds. <laughs> but I mean, it isn't something you go out and find it at, you know, um, best Buy anymore. I mean, there's, it's hard. They're hard to find. Right, and I, mean, I could have walked into a Goodwill, but like these were such rare, one of a kind tapes. Like I, I had to buy something that I knew wouldn't eat them, <laughs> you know. So and I trust the Silver Eagle guy. So like I got the, I got the tape deck, and just in case, like he gave me a test tape, which was like some live concert from Guns N' Roses. I'm like, <laughs> all right, it's all right, back. <laughs> Not the end of the world. <laughs> so, um, tested it out. Guns N' Roses played fine. I could hear Axel. I was like, all right, this is my, my deck. So, uh, <laughs> I digitized the three cassettes, um, equaling three hours. And uh, I went to Tyler's place. Um, at the time, he was living on Steamboat Island near Olympia. And uh, we got a case of beer. And we sat down for three hours. And we're like, all right, this is it. This is going to blow the lid off the Bigfoot community. And Instantly, we were like, we have no idea what this man is saying. It's funny is when I talk to you guys about this separately at, at Squatch Fest, you both use the same term, mushmouth. That mush the gentleman. Mouth, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Imagine an elderly man who was born in 1897. He had forgotten his dentures. And somehow his mouth is full of both marmalade and chewing tobacco. <laughs> mm. But, you know, I could hear little words there. I, I, I could hear kind of like he was singing a, a human language of, of some sort, English even. <laughs> and, and, but we're listening, and, and we're getting the gist of the story. And for, like, the first two cassettes, he maybe mentions Bigfoot just once in passing. Mostly he's talking about, like, his, his life growing up, which is really fascinating. You know, like, uh, he was a, a young man in the early 1920s and, you know, talks about uh, his logging days and mining and, oh, and then Hoover got elected and uh, <laughs> all that cool stuff. And it wasn't until the last 15 minutes of the final cassette that the, uh, the woman who's interviewing him says, well, Rant, let's, uh, let's talk about Bigfoot finally. And then we peaked, our, our, our ears perked up. And for the next 13 minutes, uh, Rant Mullins lays out uh, his side of the story about how um, back in 1930, he worked for the Forest Service at uh, Gifford Pinchot National Forest. And uh, him and some buddies uh, saw that there were some huckleberry pickers picking huckleberries. And they decided, you know, to scare the crap out of them. And Rant just carved these wooden feet out, had his friend make some tracks around their camp. Next morning, the Huckleberry Pickers run to the ranger's station out of breath, scared to death. They got out of the camp. They had a great laugh. So Rant leaves the feet, um, leaves the feet behind, goes and does his thing for the next couple decades, comes back, and that's where Ray Wallace comes in. Ray uh, has been hearing about the legends of Rant and his friends, you know, pranking these people back in 1930. Ray wants these feet. Rant doesn't trust him. Rant thinks he's kind of a, kind of a thief, you know. And eventually, you know, um, Ray uh, finangles the feet from Rant. Um, it becomes this huge controversy. Ray gets all of the Bigfoot hoaxing glory. Then comes in the early 80s. Rant is really upset. He's near death's door, and he decides he's going to set the record straight. And that's where we find all of, like, the newspaper articles and everything that came out about this Bigfoot feud, you know. But what makes these tapes special is it's, the, as far as we know, the only recording of Rant Mullins himself telling his story in his own words. You hear his voice. And it, it's amazing. Like, like it, it's one thing to read about 
seen an article about uh, a young man deciding to, to prank some huckleberry pickers. It's way cooler when you hear him as an 82-year-old man talk about it, and you still hear him giggle as he's saying it. He's still got <laughs> this, this little like uh, uh, youthful uh, prankster inside of him. And what, what Tyler and I have been doing, we put in, I, I'd say about 20 man hours so far. We yeah. have carefully been transcribing or tra- attempting to transcribe every single word that Rant is saying in order to uh, release this uh, audio portion to the world and to the Bigfoot community. Because we feel like it, it's a very important piece of, uh, of Bigfoot lore and culture. You know, that, that really needs to be out there for further researchers, for further essayists and whatnot to, to uh, uh, draw upon for, for their own purposes. Yeah, and well, that's to, true. to add to that, I think, I think that in the early 80s, or, yeah, wasn't it the early 80s when all those newspaper articles came out? Yeah. <clears throat> um, it's my understanding that he made one – he made a call to – a newspaper, and then that hit like the Associated Press newswire, and so the same story kind of went out everywhere. So there was newspaper articles, L.A. Times, New York Times, that sort of thing. But it was all, you know, I've read several several of those articles about rant, and it's always the same thing. It's just people are just rehashing, you know, they're getting it off the newswire, so it's the same. Same words, the same quotes from Rant every single time. It's like all these newspaper articles are basically the same thing. It's, you know, one little blurb. I don't think anybody did any deep dives into Rant and his history and his motivation. It was, I think, just Rant just pissed off, called the newspaper. They wrote an article, put it out there. Everybody published it, and then everybody went on their way. And, but... You know, whoever this woman is that was interviewing him, it's someone that he knows, someone he grew up with, because they were talking, oh, you remember so-and-so from school, and oh, no, there were a couple years ahead of me or whatever, and you remember so-and-so boys, oh, yeah, those boys, you know, teachers mm-hmm. in schools and that sort of thing. So they were, they, I think that they were close, maybe not close to each other, but they were definitely knew of each other. So this is, I think, a much more personal take on then on what Rant has been talking about and and it definitely, you know, a lot more history and context to his because like Vince was saying, you know, ninety percent of the tapes are him it's he was doing when he was younger, what his family was doing. Yeah, stuff that was happening in the 1920s and 30s. Didn't he say something about Titanic? Yeah, yeah somebody he did. Yeah. He knew somebody. Yeah, then they died. The movie? Titanic. Like, the hell? Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> the actual Titanic. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. I'm assuming the Titanic. I mean the 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 Titanic. And uh, you know, and then you know, at, finally at the end when he gets into, you know, kind of his claim to fame. But I don't think that this interview, I don't think the purpose of it was, okay, let's talk about Bigfoot. I think it was, okay, Rant, you've seen a lot, you've done a lot. Let's, uh, you know, let's talk about your history. And, you know, she may have been with some genealogical society or historical society or maybe just a friend or relative that is trying to document, you know, um, locals, old timers. You know, we, we have no idea who this woman was, her relation to Rant, but so it's it's a it's a much more personal take on Rant's whole story, not just his his uh, Bigfooty stuff, but you know, after you're listening to these tapes, you like, I, okay, I really know this, I, you know, I feel like I know this guy. Um, I have no idea what he's saying, but I feel like I know. <laughs> know him as a person and I know that he has a speech impediment. So, um, so yeah, we are, I think that, uh, that we're really lucky to have come across these or Vince came across these cassette tapes and, you know, and I, I was really excited because not knowing what was on the tapes and like this did, you know, add a lot to, uh, Bigfoot, 
you know, the history of Bigfoot knowledge and, you know, in the 20s and 30s, I mean, there wasn't, you know, there were legends and more of a mythology, you know, more much, I mean, there wasn't even a name for Bigfoot, you know, or Sasquatch. I don't even think that those words even existed then. So, um, or not, you know, not uh, in the English you know, Caucasian white man race anyways. Right. Um, so it's a, you know, it's a, it's a glimpse into history and, you know, whether they were, whether he was trying to emulate Indian legends or just, hey, let's make giant feet and freak people out. You know, it, I don't know if it's what his impetus was for making big feet, you know, and why he did that just to, you know, he could have carved big dinosaur feet, you know, for all we know, and freaked out people like, oh, my gosh, there's a Tyrannosaurus in the Huckleberry Patch. And, but, uh, you know, whatever his reasoning was behind carving some 14 or 16-inch wooden feet, you know, he, I'm, I'm thinking that he must have known something of Indian, you know, native stories, legends, um, you know, he'd heard stuff about uh you know mount st helens and um you know the the fred fred beck and the miners up on mount st helens that said they fought off the eight men um well yeah that that's very true um from the research i've done just on my own i found that uh rant actually did know about the uh native legends of of the sasquatch creature and uh, there's even um, a few um, attributions that say that Rant Mullins himself, prior to uh, pranking the Huckleberry Pickers, he had claimed that he had also pranked Fred Beck and the uh, Eight Canyon uh, witnesses. So he claimed to have pulled off Ape Canyon or? According to his claim, yeah. Uh, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, that claim is nowhere in the audio cassettes, but that has come up uh, in several places in my research on Rand Mullins. He he's he, he's, he's uh, taken claim for a lot of uh, great hits. <laughs> by the way, I I actually was DB Cooper. I just wanted to <laughs> put that out there. So you still um, are. <laughs> I well, I, yeah, that's my middle name is DB Cooper. <laughs> So I jumped out of a plane with the parachute. Things didn't go that well. I was saved by Bigfoot. So, but, but I mean, it, it is interesting that the context of time, you know, back in the, when we're talking about when communication was a little different then, you know, yeah, it, yeah. Um, pre-internet for you young folk, yeah, pre-Facebook you know, and Facebook you, claims. Yeah, and but, sometimes you kind of end up playing the telephone game, like you hear mm-hmm. a story from somebody, you know, oh, I read this in a newspaper or a book or I Googled this or something, and then that story kind of goes round and round, and then it's like, well, where is the source of this? Oh, I don't, you know, I don't remember. I read it I on know. the internet. It. Yeah, or a book, <laughs> but, you know, all this is coming straight out of uh, Rant Mullen's quote-unquote mouth. I, I think that's what he's using to speak. And uh, so, you know, so we, there's no uh, there's no obfuscation. There's no, you know, maybe the reporter heard it wrong or wrote it down wrong or got something wrong because this is all straight from Rant. So it's a, it's, it is a, um, I think it's an, it, important historical document for the whole thing. I mean, it's, you know, it's not going to uh, change the world in any way, I don't think. And, but it is, it's great to have a solid, you know, this is what he did. This is his own words. Um, And, you know, it's, it's a great footnote addition to, to the entire you know, Bigfoot, Bigfoot story. And that's true because I talked to, to Vince at Squatch Fest about, and he was like, tell me about this. And I'm like, I, it's engrossing to me because I'm 
a Bigfoot nerd. So, I mean, I grew up in the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, I'd heard about Ray Wallace, and and I'd kind of heard about Rant, but not to any great degree. You know, of course, I'm familiar with Abe Canyon, been there, actually, to the cabin site. Um, and it and it is. But the way you guys are going about it, this is this is more of an in-depth research project for you than just sitting and listening to the tapes. You you're investigating the story behind Rant and and his connection to the Bigfoot world. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, my my take on this whole thing is, um, you know, this is Pacific. This is the chance for Pacific North Weird to kind of redeem ourselves for, uh, you know, some of the Bigfoot nonsense that we've done in the past, music videos and, uh, you know, Bigfoot people in Bigfoot suits and alien suits prancing through the woods together, holding hands and, and, uh, but that's fun. And this, Not this is our chance. We can actually contribute something academic, historical, and, you know, like, Hey, we're not just, uh, dorks, you know, holding cameras and, and making up, uh, making up fairy tales on video. Um, this, this is our chance. Like we have an opportunity to actually contribute something and, you know, and do our best to do that and not, you know, not mess around with it and not, you know, make fun of it. It's like, we have important documents here that, you know, we could just put them out there on the internet and like, hey, everybody, listen to what we have. And then it's just blah 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 blah. blah. And like, no, let's you know, we're let's put in our due diligence, do this right, and you know, and present this to everybody with history and context and research, and you know, and give it out, share it with everybody with our knowledge that we have acquired. Um, you know, we've checked Oracle records and and family records, you know, trying to find out who, you know, he's talking about people. We write down these names. We go look them up. We find their relatives. We find the relation between them and Rant. And, and you know, so we're, we're getting a, a bigger picture of the time and the place and the history of what's going on in the area. And, you know, so that we can um, – that we can give all the Bigfoot community our best our best effort to further all of our knowledge. And I, I'll concur with what Tyler says, but I'll add to it that you know um, th- this Rant Mullins uh, audio that we're offering to to the world once we transcribe it, it, it does go side by side with our Bigfoot rap videos and like our silly ghost videos. And, and, and mockumentaries, it, it all stems from a love for the content, a, a true love for not only Bigfoot, but for uh, the UFO world, the ghost world, the weird world, you know, like it, 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 we have fun with these things, but we also have fun from our hearts. Yeah, it isn't. Uh, and I, it, anybody who watches your guys stuff, Pacific North weird, it's, it's entertaining and there's some tongue in cheek, but it is, it's it's done respectfully. It's not like it, it's just you guys are just putting stuff out there and making fun of the subjects. It's done with fun. So it's not not yeah, to be. be yeah. It's almost like we're making fun of ourselves because we're part of right. the community. Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I've known Tyler for a long time, and he's a he's a serious Bigfoot researcher. You know, he's not just he's not just a pretty face. <laughs> Well, or a, or a face for radio. I'm not sure which that is. <laughs> right. And a voice for print. <laughs> face for print. Yeah. I mean, so we've got know, we've actually got some audio. Um, yeah. Of yeah. Rant, I think rant. it's really good to hear uh, the beginning of the cassette and the kind mm-hmm. of like uh, you're going to hear um, the 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 uh, the woman interviewer and you're going to hear her uh, broach the Bigfoot subject and then you're going to hear just a little bit of what Rant sounds like. So there may be after the words we may need some like um, I don't know if there's American Sign Language would work for this or, or American, <laughs> but but this is part one of Rant's rant so give it a listen about thirty seconds. Well, Rant, before we're through now, I think we ought to have a little bit of information about Bigfoot on this. How did that whole thing get started? Well, it just um, 
So as you can see, the difficulty of task of of listening and interpreting what's being said. I, and I that get was it. one of the easiest parts for me to transcribe. <laughs> but yeah, she understood what he was saying, apparently. The interviewer. Well, I, that, that's what leads us to think that she really knows him well, because she's right. used to talking to him and... and or she could just be standing there shaking her head or, you know, like, oh, my gosh, whatever, you know, just letting the tape roll. You know, she could right. just be doing the smile and nod, like, uh-huh, okay, Rant, okay, yeah, whatever you mm-hmm. just said. All right, let's move on. And, you know, uh, yeah, no no idea. But, yes, that is, a, that is a, a good example of what we've been dealing with. So in, that, in does, there she does, references uh, 1928. Kind of, and then he corrects her to 1930. So yeah. there, that gives yeah. you a, a, a kind of a timeline of where what he's talking about there. Yeah. And, and if that clip were to keep on playing um, for like the next maybe 45 seconds or so, he is establishing um, the geographic place where this occurred. So he's talking about uh, Smith Creek, which you heard. But then he's talking about um, what uh, other rivers that flows into and the history of those rivers and how uh, two different lakes fork into one river. And that was a, uh, that's a big part of what we're trying to transcribe. Um, there, there, there are like names of lakes that he's saying that, that clearly don't exist anymore or that they are like uh, uh, folk names for lakes that currently exist now. So we've been studying just, uh, very old Metzger maps and topographical maps of the Lewis and uh, Stamania counties, just trying to figure out exactly what he's saying so we can paint as accurate a picture as possible uh, for uh, the uh, viewers. Yeah, and there are a couple of times where he says, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever, like, they don't call it that anymore. And, <laughs> you know, but... It's like, so what do they call it now? We have no yeah. idea, you know? And, uh, you know, like the Lewis River, he's talking about the Lewis River, but this was before it. they dammed it and made the reservoir. So there wasn't even, a, you know, a swift reservoir there then. And so, you know, even what he's talking about, the topography has changed, names of places have changed, uh, you know, there was a volcano that blew up and changed everything as well. <laughs> a so, little bit, yeah. <laughs> so, a little you know, bit. things that were, yeah, 1928, 19, I mean, rivers and lakes that he was talking about could be completely blown off the map now. And so, yeah, so then we have, do have to go back, and thank goodness we can go to this, the historical museum and find old maps and you know, which is also fascinating. Look at these old maps. You know, not that 19, you know, May 1980 was that long ago. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago, but I guess it was quite a while. Quite a while <laughs> a ago. ago now. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, but looking at, uh, you know, maps of Mount St. Helens, because a lot of this took place between Mount St. Helens and Mount Adams. And, you know, looking at it pre, pre-eruption and... Um, you know, I'm trying to find, okay, so this river flows into that river and which tributary and which lake and which sort, you know, because we want to pinpoint, you know, where he was, you know, like, like I was saying, do our due diligence, follow every lead, every little, you know, and um, every little clue that he lays out there. And it, it is, it has been difficult. He is not a very good speaker. Um, he often, as you could hear in that clip, he'll start saying something and be like, no, 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 no. And then he also goes off on tangents often. He'll have to get him, okay, Brant, no, let's get back on track. And as he starts going off and, you know, those boys in 1912, you know, we were walking to school and, you know, so he's wandering all over the place. This interview did take place when he was well into his 80s. 
Yeah. 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 I hope that I'm as coherent. Yeah. In my (laughs) 80s, as he appears to have been for this interview. So, yeah. Yeah. We got to keep that in mind. That's a a big thing, too, is like, you, you, there, there are so many moments in his life, especially just during the Bigfoot part, where he's talking about himself or what he felt 30, 40, 50, 60 years earlier. And he still has like this fiery emotion about things, which is, which I'm sure you know, Gunner makes for great audio. That is like good interview stuff when something really feels passionately about something. (laughs) And I I think this is a good segue to the next uh, audio example we have, um, example number two. And this is where uh, the 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 subject of Ray Wallace first enters the interview. All right, hang on. This is rant rant part two. (laughs) So that was in 48, you got them back. Yeah. Then what happened? They would lead around the house from 48 to 57. Nobody had ever done something about it, uh, uh, but Wallace kept wanting them. Right. Yeah. And I wouldn't give them to him because uh, I didn't trust him too well. But anyway, he kept after me. So I do hear, I mean, he's pretty clear there. Yep. He's, did he say that he yeah, wore them around the house? Well, he said that he, um, let me, I have my transcription document right in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> they, they laid around the house. Laid around the house, okay. Yeah. I'm wearing my wooden feet today for Sunday. Wearing big, you know, like slippers around his house. He's just wearing big <laughs> wooden slippers. <laughs> But I mean, still, he, you know, there, and it's interesting is these two guys came from the same place. So, Toledo, yeah, right. Buried in the same, buried in the same cemetery, too. Yes. Oh, that could be get up, Henri at night, I suppose. (laughs) The Henri ghost dog. (laughs) You stole my wooden feet. Or most adorable things I've stumbled upon is when I found Ray Wallace's grave in in the uh, Toledo Cemetery. Um, he he died uh, years before his wife did, but they're both buried in the same plot, and they have a shared um, uh, plaque. And on on the wife's side is etched these two praying hands. On Ray's side is Bigfoot, <laughs> and I thought, man, that, is, that says everything you need to know about their marriage. <laughs> <laughs> She's praying, yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, I mean, but so like we, we talk a lot here about like kind of how difficult it is to understand rant, and and to a degree, mm-hmm. we're 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 we're, we're, we're we're exaggerating a bit, you know, like clearly like you could hear mostly what he's saying in that last clip. And fortunately, a lot of it is like that. Like we can hear, uh, we can hear parts of sentences, full sentences. We, we know what he's saying. Uh, the, the part that is a challenge to us are those really important moments in the story or, or when he's setting the stage where it's, He's clearly saying something, but it just sounds like gibberish. Like, like we cannot, for the life of us, uh, figure out uh, what words he's stringing together. It doesn't make sense in context with the rest of the sentence, which we do understand. And you know, like I, I know, like like when this when this comes out, it, it will not be one hundred percent transcribed. That's an impossibility. But I want to get it like as close to ninety eight percent. And, um, that's why we're taking yeah. so long to really get this out. Well, like Vince said earlier, you know, we sat down with a case of beer, and you know, by the end of that case of beer, we could almost understand everything he was saying. <laughs> if medicinal like, oh, purposes only, it's for research. I was thinking that, yeah, that some of the I, the audio sounded a lot like some of the Bigfoot conferences later at night. So, yeah. <laughs> or, or a lot of the Bigfoot recordings I've heard that. Well, yeah. Give me another beer. 
Yeah, but, this uh, is this is like a diet Sierra sounds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so we do have a piece of audio that you guys are working on that you sent to me and it says that it's the problem audio. So can you describe this? Give us the setup for this one. Did you are you still there? Hello. I did not mute you. Did you mute yourself? I'm I'm gonna play this piece of audio and we'll uh Oh look, they're back. You guys go Hello. get more beer? No. <laughs> get more beer. We have the beer right next to us. <laughs> we heard you the whole time. I, yeah. yeah on occasion I, I I mute myself while I'm recording a show and that that's always uh, I think it's, I, 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 it's the most brilliant information that I, I share during those times of silence. So but I mean what I think it's very clear that the NSA does not want the world to know about Rat Mullins. I, I obviously it's Men in Black are are trying to blow. Yeah. They've been after Monster X for a while now. So Better. we've got call, this. Call, call. Got, <laughs> so we've got this piece called Prob- Ray Mullins or Rant Mullins. Ray's the other guy. Problem audio. So what? Give us a little bit of the setup for this. So so this is a particular piece of the interview early on that uh, has been one of the biggest obstacles for Tyler and I. Like, 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 we are really struggling with this. We do have a portion of this accurately transcribed, we feel, but we want to actually just present it to you, have you play it, and I just want to know what you think he's saying. And, and so we're, it, it's, we're, almost like we're, it's almost like we're talking to Art Bell and we're playing EVP tape. Like, what do you hear? <laughs> you know? <laughs> Well, the, that comparison comes up quite a bit uh, between our films, yeah. but uh, but anyway, the uh, and and folks that are listening, uh, please, we'll, you have an opportunity below the the uh, show to comment and and uh, let's help um, Vince and Tyler solve the mystery of of Rant's problem video or audio. Excuse me, they had yes, to sketch this also, out. There's actually uh, I had to sketch this. This is long ago that they sketched booked it. So you had to flip the pages to see, actually make it into a video. <clears throat> so here is um, Rant Mullins yeah, well, problem if, audio. Um, hey, Gunnar, Go can ahead. you hear me? Yes, I can hear um, you now. I was going to say that anybody that's listening, uh, if you have the capability, you may want to record this little clip, right? Or I guess you don't have to really record it, but I mean, listening to it over and over, rewinding it, listening, rewinding, and, you know, um, we've done that, what, 100 times, 150, 200, over and over, like, what, what, what? So, <laughs> um, you know, if you have the uh, capability or, you know, download this this entire podcast later and, uh, you know, rewind it and re-listen, 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 I'd, yes, we would love to, anybody's anybody's take, anybody's translation, you know, especially without context, because maybe we're overthinking it. Like, what does this have to do with what he's talking about? And maybe, you know, people that don't know the, you know, what's before and what's after can like, oh, well, he's obviously saying, you know. I need to stop and order a pizza. (laughs) (laughs) I need to, my blood sugar is getting low and I need some food. Right. Let's go ahead and play it, and 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 then we're getting close actually to the end of the show, so we want to get this in, and I want to talk to you guys about a couple other things. So here we go. Okay, so you and Ned Tacker were sitting on the bank. Well, I wish I'd have I had to come to this camp down in there. You know, I had a camp down there, on there, and we're sitting around there, and we thought we'd start some fun. So he held up his foot, and I brought a boot in of it, and I wiggled out those feet. He said feet. I heard him say feet. At yeah, the very end, he said feet. Things. And something about a camp. Very good, Gunner. Very good. Yeah. yeah. He yeah he whittled out some feet. He was at a camp. But uh, can, can I read the transcription that we have? Yes, okay. please. So, so the mystery part is 
the very first time he speaks. So the, the female interviewer says, okay, so you and Ned Packard were sitting on the banks of the, then he says something like, I wish I could bow. Had to come to his camp down there, you know. I had a camp down in there. We were sitting around there, and we thought we'd start some fun. So he held up his foot, and I brought a boot, and I whittled out those feet. But it's that very first part, that wish I could bow part. Like, we have no idea what he's saying. <laughs> I wish I could bow. I wish. Yep. I wish I could bow. So, so this is, uh, maybe just saying, I wish I could bowl to... with these feet. <laughs> this is this is like the the... the well, um, for, for, from my income, the $10 challenge to the Monster X Radio listeners. If you saw Free. this, I will, personally, I will personally mail you a $10 bill. And, and Monster X will match that $10 bill. So uh, we're up to oh, $20. Hell yeah. So $20. Um, the, the challenge. So, um, I, I want the 20 bucks. Give me that audio tape. I'm going to go figure it out. <laughs> Tyler's pretty sure he knows what it is now. He's been holding yeah. out. I've been holding so out. So Rant Mullins audio challenge is is down. So we've thrown <laughs> down twenty dollars for you. Um, that sounds Monster like a really listener. great punk rock band name. <laughs> <laughs> which which like part? Like Rant Mullins magic. <laughs> so anyway, so, like this, this is going to be a really fun project once we once we have it like transcribed to our satisfaction, to where we feel like the the, the story is really out there. We're going to release it along with a visual accompaniment. We're going to have like a historic photos and drawings, all kinds of cool things that will really add to the uh, listening experience of uh, of this uh, previously unheard audio. I would so this will like be released. Go ahead, Tyler. Uh, Hit um, I'd like to add something that uh, listening to that clip again. There, are the I wish I could go or camp and. Um, I haven't read the transcript in a little while, and when I was just listening to that, I couldn't really, I, I yeah, and feet, but knowing, you know, then it kind of jogged my memory, like, oh, yeah, that's what he was talking about, but it's a testament to Vince's work, mostly. I've, I've helped out, but Vince has done the lion's share of the work on this, that he was able to decipher all of that clip except for that first part and that is I, I find that extremely uh, incredible that, uh, that Vince has sat through this with headphones on back and forth back and forth rewind play rewind play and actually make sense out of most of what Rant was saying so um, you know kudos to Vince Vince has, dude, that that's amazing. Um, yeah, this is that's on uh, that's on par with uh, what's that what's that guy's name that that was uh, transcribing the Sierra sounds or making the language? Uh, Scott. Uh, Scott. Yeah, Scott. Was it Mullins? No, no, that's Rant Mullins. <laughs> no, <I'm> Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so guys, we're yeah, we're that, just. We're actually running up against the clock. This hour went by okay. way too fast. But yeah, um, I do want to, um, if folks want to watch um, Pacific North Weird, where can they find and get weird with us? Okay, you can go to www.pacificnorthweird.com, and that links you directly to our YouTube page. And uh, there is there is a... Over 70 videos, I believe, uh, all, on all kinds of varying weird Northwest topics. Um, you should definitely look up our Bigfoot rap video, Biggie Got Foot, where uh, <laughs> we parodied uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. And it's my debut as a hip-hop artist, and it's also the end of my hip-hop career. <laughs> it, yes. it was the beginning, both the beginning and the quick end. Yes, yes. He's... Vince is the uh, the Fresh Prince, P R I N T S. <laughs> so so guys, I appreciate you guys coming on tonight and and uh, sharing this with us, folks. Listen to that audio. Be sure and and uh, share your interpretation of Rant's rant um, in the comments below, or you can 
go to our Facebook group, you know, Monster X Radio Facebook group, and share that. And we'll make sure that we get it to to Vince and or Tyler. Uh, gentlemen, I, I'm impressed by the uh, this endeavor and look forward to seeing this particular episode of, of uh, Pacific North Weird. Absolutely. Thank you, Gunnar. It's always a pleasure. And uh, it was nice seeing you uh, last weekend or two weeks ago or whenever that was. It was, uh, yes, at the Squatch Fest 2018 up in Longview, Washington. And uh, yes. folks, uh, again, uh, thanks for listening to Monster X. And we will uh, be back in another week with a brand new episode of Monster X Radio. Nice. Bye, everybody. Thanks, Gunnar.